0: Yo, we made it. 10 episodes. 10th episode of The put On Podcast. A little different format today. It's a uh, Friday afternoon. D, how are we? We're doing pretty good. I can't believe I, we made it to 10 episodes. Like, hooray for us. Yeah, it seems like a long, it seems like one episode a month with the amount of time we've been doing this, but um, yeah, I, I can't believe it either. And you know what I think is interesting over the 10 episodes? What? I think what's interesting is and everyone tells me this. I never don't wear hats, and yeah. I'm transitioning. And I feel like you were like you're you're a hat guy, but I feel like you were the guy not to wear a hat, and now you're with the hat, and I'm no hat. So
1: first off, wear I wear a hat, hat all the time, and you, it's so <laughs> to me. What's funny is you just said I never don't wear hats. <laughs> All I want to talk to you about is all the mispronunciations from the last episode,
0: bro. That was staged, of course. Yes, (laughs) the mispronunciations. What's on your mind with those? No, you. It's just we speak different out in uh, Canada versus the United States of America.
1: I appreciate that. Actually, I, I, I appreciate that. Whenever you say certain words, like it's charming to me. You have there's a one word that I have never like mentioned to you, but when you say them you say it in a very like them? you it's almost like thumb? 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 them
0: them 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 now now i'm not even going to be able to say it though because yeah <laughs> <I> do <don't. laughs> but i
1: like that and you know what it shows kind of like the differences in the uh in, across the border
0: yeah yeah i mean yeah we were talking about that but yeah i i still i honestly didn't get to the bottom of the the pasta thing <laughs>
1: What do you mean? You t- I talked to you last night. Was it last night? And you were like, I think you were right about the pasta. No, well,
0: uh, yeah, popular debate. You would probably be right, but I still think that. And I was in Italy recently and was saying it, and no yeah. one was like, "You're crazy." So
1: yeah, because you're Canadian, and they just they didn't want to offend you, and they because you're you know a friendly Canadian guy.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Um, and then but- there
1: was also. Um, sade right your girl Sade, the artist
0: Sh- 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 shade yeah i mean it's spelled s-a-d-e so i don't know what you expect from me i'm not I'm honestly not born in, I'm that not one born i it. can't blame you for i can't blame you for that's a one. tough one no no yeah. i guarantee no one else my age would know how to pronounce that
1: yeah yeah so. yeah i was just like there was no planning for that one
0: no, that was a tough one, though. I remember your face still. You're like, say, say that again. <laughs> the, the best of saying. Right. I was
1: like, who is he, who is he talking about?
0: Um, um, it's
1: funny, man. And I know that I just wanted to mention this so that we could actually show the video of it when, when the time comes. But you just texted me this video of you from your from your what? Is it like a ring camera?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. You know, let me try and do the, the commentary of what it was. It seems like you got home late at night, and then you just – I don't know if it was like – you just turned around and you started walking the other way.
0: No, people were outside standing over there. I was walking towards people.
1: You were walking towards me. Like my buddies were outside. And you were very inebriated, it, it looks like. That's or right at word. least
0: a couple of uh, – it, 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 it was the soccer team and your party, I'll say that, that day. Got it. Yeah. and you had a nice little fall <laughs> i did and i stayed down <laughs> yeah it, it's it's funny man i was thinking like you know i i didn't realize that you could hear so with the ring it goes out like all our front lawn and then it goes like you know you can see like the whole house peripheral and yeah. man, i i had um i don't have access to it but a couple of guys i live with have access to like all the videos so it shows whenever there's movement in front of the door whenever someone comes in and i was like oh yo like go back to last weekend and right. we watch like me and a bunch of people come home last weekend. I'm like, oh. and so it's funny, man, the, the amount of times, like, you know, um coming home from, you know, the bar or, or, or whatever it is. And uh, yeah, I think it could be a content series is where I was going with that. A content like, series like, of like, in, of like in the sense that like, just every day, like, you know, Monday through Sunday, like just getting back the way, the way you walk in, just like the way, Maybe I'm saying something to someone. Maybe I'm like straight in. I'm Sometimes I'm dicking around on my phone. Like I just think it'd be interesting, like seeing how someone comes home every day.
1: There not must be I a lot of work, hilarious
0: but... ring videos out there.
1: I actually, you know what? Like if you, if you're on social, I feel like you see a lot of scary ring videos too, but mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen my, uh, a, like my fair share of people stumbling up to their door, like completely, you know, wasted.
0: Yeah. 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 Not, not so much of that happening here. Um, but yeah, I know. <laughs> um but but yeah man what's uh what's going on in your world how's uh i know the 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 panthers football season how's panthers
1: starting up soon um I oh can't it's, come back. it's starting
0: soon Is yeah, it the, end have, of the
1: summer? basically it starts at the beginning of september so oh it's uh it's like it's like the nfl yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, at the same time as the NFL and we're <laughs> registering right now and getting ready and I'm already getting anxiety, but I do want to show you one thing actually. Check this out. Um, I finally got my present from the team. Oh, for last year? Yeah, for last year.
0: That's it's amazing. They
1: signed Panthers football in, a, in an enclosed, like, you know, one of these cases.
0: It's a proper Panthers football.
1: I love it. It's so the funniest thing is, so they signed this football. It's not a regular football. It's like one of those squishy footballs, and they put oh, it in here. Yeah, yeah. They could have like spent the money to get, to you get a proper football. football. Yeah. But they, but it's still one of my prized possessions. I love it. I love
0: the uh, stuff behind it. As it should. As it should. What's your go-to play? As a coach. My
1: go-to play is. I like doing misdirection plays. So like we have everything that we do is at a jet sweep, you know, where the wide receiver comes by. and like do like a handoff to the wide receiver.
0: I'm familiar. Yeah.
1: So sometimes I'll go that. Sometimes I'll go play action off of that. Other times I'll go fake that shovel pass in front. So a lot of times I'm just like having one person run by another person run by fake that way, go this way.
0: Yeah. yeah, So a lot of trickery,
1: a lot of trickery. And I'll say that the thing I'm real excited about is like my kid is eight he's there's they do it where it's like two grades or together so he's going yeah. into third grade so it's third grade second grade he's gonna be the oldest yep. and like the Panthers are gonna dominate this season like we're a good team we're set up
0: power I feel rankings like, number one
1: yeah we're, we're gonna be at the top of the power rankings one or two you know top top three there's a lot of teams the bad part though is that i'm also coaching my my youngest freddie's team um and it's his first year and he's five and that's just going to be complete disaster like chaos
0: five years old is that the age that it starts that's what yeah
1: yeah and so he's now the younger one he plays with first graders they get beat up by first graders and Mm. it's going to be discouraging
0: yeah, I might, I might have to make it to a game. I'm curious how these flag football are they intense?
1: They're very intense, and, the, and like you would like be the parents get into it? Really into it, and like it how, long, how long? Very how long, quickly.
0: How long are the games?
1: They're like an hour.
0: The, the they play on the field for an hour? Yeah. Straight?
1: Well, no, it's not too. It's like a football game. There's a halftime, so it's yeah, like there's 30 like Four quarters. Mi- um, it's more like two halves. And they're playing
0: thirty-minute halves.
1: They're not thirty-minute halves. It's just the game takes an hour because you get there, you know, like warm up, whatever. Is you okay. the game? Usually oh, that's talking like
0: play time. Okay, yeah. yeah.
1: I would say the I think they're like fifteen-minute halves, something like that.
0: Okay, so that's still a long time. Yeah, for first graders, kindergarten. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like the Panthers about this that. season. And yo, just uh, before we get into the segments, good, uh, good call out on uh, creative act, Rick Rubin. Good book i uh i'm I'm pumped that you got it tell me just tell me what you think of it yeah like what yeah i mean after we we chatted about it on the last pod um i went out and got it the the next day and uh yeah man i think that in terms of just like i'm maybe 70 pages in and i want to talk about it once i'm done it but man just in terms of like what he talks about being able to you know that everyone is a creator and we've all like I think we talked about this on a previous pod early days, but just like how, you know, gen- quote unquote, the the system stifles creativity for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah. And like how he portrays, you know, each of us as a unique individual who has their own creative spark and, you know, how he taps it, like he talks about how he taps into that. But just like, it's super inspiring, man. I, you know, I want to, I want to dive deeper, but um, yeah, I found myself, you know, wanting to, like put down the book and draw not that i'm a draw, but just like he was getting the the juices flowing um
1: well i think it's i'll just say this on that point of like everybody's kind of creative it's so true like if you think about just jobs i was having a conversation with this guy a couple days ago who like we interviewed for one of our uh shows his name is julio g the hooligan he's a dj he's the man was just talking about how his like Girlfriend is, I forget if it was like she's in sales or she does something where she like manages a bunch of people and she's like kind of responsible for a lot of things. And like it takes a lot of creativity to do any job, you know? No doubt. And he was basically making the point that like she doesn't see herself as a creative. But again, like everybody has a creative part to their job, whether it be like sales whether it be like you know uh being whatever an engineer or like anything it's like it takes creativity and so i think it really is the type of book that like people can get anybody can get value out of
0: no doubt no doubt yeah i'm looking forward to finishing it and we'll definitely have to talk about it on a uh, future episode but with that being said should we dive into the segments
1: yeah let's do it
0: So I want you to hit me with a memorable show, movie, or clip that you've recently watched.
1: Got it. Uh, The movie that I watched this past weekend was one that I've been waiting to see for a long, long time. Um, It's called Roadrunner. It's a film about Anthony Bourdain. What's it on? Apple TV. Okay. And I mean, I'll put it like this. Anthony Bourdain was one of my heroes, right? Creative inspiration and... um, I watched him for years, and I remember when the news came out in 2018 about yeah, him committing sad,
0: suicide. Sad day,
1: devastating. Like yeah, I remember that. It's crazy when somebody that you've never met before, like it, when when exactly they pass away, and it and it affects you so deeply, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, so, anyways, I was watching this doc, and it's it's just like an incredible story. You know, it's a portrait of his life, um, how he had Wait, is it.
0: Is it from like early, like it's from his childhood days? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's
1: from. It starts kind of from the childhood, or you know, kind of like gets into it a little bit, but doesn't really kind of start. It touches on the fact that he had like a, a misunderstood childhood. Um, you know, he had a, a battles with with addiction. Um
0: okay. he, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, and, and as, like as
0: a child, you're, like from a young age,
1: throughout his entire life. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, heroin addiction. He drank. Um, he got obviously kicked the heroin stuff by the time he was like famous. And and I think part of the reason it's such an amazing story is that like he was this chef. He was, I think he was like 42 something, 42, 43 at Leal in the city. um, and kind of like an unknown chef for the most part. And he wrote this book, Kitchen Confidential. Did you ever read that book or no?
0: No, I didn't know.
1: And it was basically like a tell-all book about the restaurant business. And okay. it like it was just like an overnight sensation. Like he became famous off oh, of it.
0: Yeah. So he got he he be, I yeah, because I didn't know his story to fame. He became famous off this book specifically. You're saying
1: that's like what started it. And then he goes around and you know, and and somebody was like, This guy could be, you know, on a travel show. So he basically yeah, yeah, yeah. ended up on this show, um, called the cook's tour. And, you know, I don't even remember watching any episodes of that show. I might've like way back in the day. Um, it's just hard for me to remember. What I really remember is when he was on no reservations and then when he was on parts unknown, um, now the the crazy part about it too, is just like up until that point, like the first 40 years of his life, you know, he hadn't really traveled. So like he becomes like, you know this incredible travel um documentarian is that a, a real word documentarian yeah like, i'll give it to you yeah like Two and points. like this inc- iconic host and um it's just like this really candid look at his life and he's essentially he's one of the great storytellers of like my yeah he's fascinating
0: like, yeah, yeah yeah
1: he's a real artist and like think about the VO kind of narration that he had on his shows, like where it was just, it was so like poetic and it was so eloquent, but he had an edge. I'll tell you who he who I compare him to is like Hunter S Thompson. He, to me, he's like the Hunter S Thompson of, of my generation.
0: For all those who don't know Hunter S Thompson,
1: Hunter S Thompson is, um, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. And he's like this incredibly iconic writer, um who wrote about drugs and he had like like real serious addictions but he was so talented and he's like um Johnny Depp played him in fear and loathing in Las Vegas so it was the same type of cultural impact basically these two guys are the same in my mind because they were both tortured souls they're both like um beloved and they were so creative and they were masters of their craft and you know like who truly have a legacy that'll live on forever Um, but just like had these demons that they had, you know, and, and so to me, the film was just like deep and emotional and beautiful because of like, you know, the shots where he would be in all these different countries and and haunting and, um, and it's, and the other thing is like, there were all these people in the, in the show, in the film that they interviewed David Cho, um, Josh Hami, Eric Repair, David Chang, and you could just tell they're so. It was heart wrenching because like they're still so deeply affected by losing That's him. Um, at the end of his life, he kind of had this tumultuous relationship with his uh, girlfriend, and like he was so torn between his work and being there for his family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's just an amazing like documentary. That I that sounds I, like
0: a yeah a great story.
1: Yeah, and and let me ask you this because like obviously.
0: So, do you know who Hunter S. Thompson is? I know Anthony Bourdain very well. I don't know Hunter S. Thompson. I got it.
1: Okay, I'm going to put you onto him on the next episode because that guy deserves his own his own little uh, spiel.
0: Why do you think I said for all those who don't know? Well, I, I, because it seemed like you were talking for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So you got it. I Smart know. Guy. I know. I'm not. Yeah.
1: I'm not a rocket scientist, but I can tell that's what you were trying to I'm say. Glad. I'm glad. But, you but the reason the reason I bring it back is because. Uh, you then that means you've never seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas.
0: I haven't seen it, but I know what I've I've seen clips of Johnny Depp, like, I know what you're talking about.
1: Okay, we're gonna have to do a little screening of that movie together, potentially.
0: (laughs) Yeah, potentially is the key word there. Um,
1: (laughs) all right, what you got? Show or movie?
0: Movie and show two part, two part. Um, it's the talk of the town. I mean. You didn't see. You haven't seen them, have you? Barbie no. Oppenheimer. Nope. Um, so yeah, I mean, I saw them both. I did the Barbie thing first. I did the Barbie Heimer thing, and I thought, I thought Barbie was good. <laughs> I honestly never thought that I'd be going to a Barbie movie, especially with a bunch of other guys. So is that what um, it was?
1: You and a bunch of dudes at the Barbie yeah, movie.
0: It was. Yeah, yeah. We didn't wear pink. Unfortunately, everyone else in the theater was in pink. We right. didn't get the memo um but yeah no I, I you know before going into it everyone's kind of like you know this explores super deep topics and uh around gender roles in society and and it did to a certain extent i thought it was going to be a bit deeper i think that the overall message was was good and and you know who i think crushed like in terms of um acting was um, gosling. ryan gosling killed it as ken i think that like margot robbie was replaceable as barbie um but uh yeah ryan gosling killed it as ken and that's a I mean, very,
1: by the way, that's a very like chauvinistic thing of you to, to say that the guy killed it, <laughs> Harvey did.
0: Well, no, 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 no. no. It's, not sure. she was, it's not that it's was good. I just think like he made that character his own. Like He was a great
1: character. I'm joking.
0: I'm yeah, joking. yeah I, I'm glad um, that that was good. And then, and then, yo, like Oppenheimer, again, I had a little bit of context in terms of little history class, um, new most of what was going on in terms of the context there but it was three hours and i was fully like i could have watched two more wow killian murphy crushed it again the movie critic in me i'm like i'm uh robert downey jr is probably should probably win best supporting um played strauss i killian murphy's gotta win best actor um man just like the the sound in terms of uh nolan like christopher nolan i swear like 30 to 45 minutes of the three hour movie was just sound like bah, 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 bah. and it's just like setting the scene, like, uh-huh. um, yeah, I, you gotta see it. I think that you know, I don't want to spoil it. I definitely, since you haven't, I could spill more, but since you haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it. Um, but that yeah, Killian
1: I, Murphy,'s got a real look to him, he, he's like, guy, it's. Kind of scary in a way, like. Really, you think he's got like very intense eyes? Yeah, that's what like. I mean. Like he's got a real intense look. You know, you, like you, you,
0: you've you've seen you've seen Peaky Blinders.
1: I mean, I've seen a couple episodes. Of you
0: Peaky haven't watched Peaky Blinders?
1: No, not like the full thing.
0: Oh, have I? I haven't put you on today?
1: I, no, you haven't. And I've I'm you know I have a lot of shows where I'll watch the first like three episodes and that's it. Like I've seen the first.
0: Peaky Blinders slow start gets so like. I know. Yeah, I know a lot of people yeah. that like it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch that. Yeah, cause I couldn't. I, I feel like a bunch of people watched Oppenheimer and was like, couldn't unsee Peaky Blinders. But there's some similar topography, some similar scenes at the start. I was like, holy shit, this Peaky Blinders. But um, yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great watch, and you gotta see it. Okay. And then the yeah, so the the Bobby Heimer thing, and then I did catch the um, Johnny Manziel documentary on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought it was super interesting in terms of the like just behind the scenes of his life and how he lived. No other, no other athlete did it like him. Um, And yeah, so you were obviously, again, I wasn't super big into like football, college football specifically back when he was the man. Um, But so it goes through and just like him being a freshman and winning the Heisman and like going and beating Alabama and then like his rise to fame and how, you know, he was obviously like, he was always in the, paper for bad press partying drugs woman like night before games and then he'd go on the field and just crush like he was a different breed it was let me tell you
1: because i remember kind of kind of remember
0: i i could have been in college do you do you know what year he was in college no you weren't in college he he was uh no he was in i want to say 2011 2012
1: oh yeah yeah okay fine 2012
0: 2012 it was 2012
1: i have no memory but I do remember him and I just remember like he was such a phenom. I think part of it was like obviously he was so undersized, and it's just amazing sometimes to watch the like uh, and he was and he would scramble the way he would run.
0: Like scrambling, yeah, yeah. It Declips. was
1: incredible. And like you just felt like he was like a kid, he looked like a kid, but he was like just dominated. And um I remember feeling like he's either going to be, I mean, I guess this is like what everybody thought. Like he was either going to be a complete superstar. Or he was going to flame out and it wasn't surprising. Like when he flamed out, cause he was, he had all this controversy when he was yeah. in college, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even some of the, the, like he, he said that the big line in the show was that he, his parent, he came from oil money. Cause the amount of money that they were making back then, you couldn't make money in the NCAA and yeah. the amount of money him and his best friend who was managing him at the time were making from signatures and signing. And then they were like, Oh, like, where's this money coming from? And they created this lie that, you know, his family had oil money and they had to get like his uncle involved saying like, yeah, you know, it's us. It's just like this whole elaborate scheme on how they game the system at that time. So
1: he, that guy could party like that guy, like went out hard
0: more than, I mean, yeah. From what it showed and what I've heard. Yeah. More than anyone. Didn't he go to the
1: Browns like when LeBron was on the Cavs?
0: Yeah, it would have been the same time. Yeah. Because I just,
1: I kind of remember that part of it of just like there were so, there were such expectations, right? Like unrealistic expectations
0: in Cleveland, the city of Cleveland sports in general.
1: Yeah. And just like he was, he was kind of doomed from the start. I think it was, I think it was more a product of him than anything else. You know, like he just wasn't even half kind of the, the right temperament to be a, an NFL no, quarterback.
0: No, a professional, yeah, a professional athlete in that manner. I mean, and then I think he came, he fizzled out. He came to CFL, Canadian Football League, for a bit. But yeah, I mean, he loved the party more than he loved football. Yeah, is what it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, those are those are my few things. Should we hit the next segment? What kind of yeah right yeah. by here?
1: Let's do it. So the podcast that – I mean, I've listened to so many podcasts lately. Like I've been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan lately. Uh, Joe Rogan, like say what you want about him. Like he's got incredible interviews. A lot of times I'm not
0: listening.
1: Yeah. Like I'm not listening for him. I'm listening for who he's interviewing. I don't think
0: there's a better interviewer though in terms of the questions he asks.
1: I have such a love-hate relationship with him because I love him in some moments and then other times it feels like he's – goes back to a lot of the same things that he talks about. He kind of interjects like slightly his political opinions on things. And it's just like, I just want to, but it's interesting. It's always interesting. And he's got such interesting guests. I love it. But anyways, the episode that I want to tell you about was from the Colin and Samir show. Right. They did an episode with Tim Ferriss. Everybody that knows me knows I love Tim Ferriss. Right. Yes. Um, It was interesting to just see him get interviewed Because, you know, he's obviously I I never really listened to any interviews with him. Um, So like right off the bat, I knew I wanted to listen to it, but it kind of just dove into the whole process of being a podcaster from his perspective. And you got to see how meticulous he was like in his whole approach of things, um, how much thought he puts into just every single aspect of his podcast. Like, you could tell this guy is, like, a straight-up perfectionist. So it's it's funny I'm talking about Anthony Bourdain and then we talk about this guy. Like, to me, they're kind of cut – they're very different, but cut from the same cloth Class, of just yeah. being, like, such perfectionists. And um, I think one thing that I thought was interesting was just, like, his take on how podcasts have evolved, right? And, like, to the point where what? really he started when there was just audio, right? And now it's like video is yeah, yeah. an important part of what, it.
0: What year would that have been?
1: I think it was like 2015 or... I, honestly, I, I, I'm just talking out of my ass. I, I would have to look at it, but I'm pretty sure it's not that far off from, from then. Okay. Um, basically, he was saying like, he came up in a time where, you know, audio only, and that was like conducive to his lifestyle and and having some sense of like anonymity and whatever. And that part for me actually struck a chord because honestly, like when we started doing this podcast, part of the appeal for me of the podcast was the audio part, not having to do the video part. Like I did not plan to get my face all over this podcast. (laughs) And honestly, nobody's watching it yet. But if, you know, we have clips that are out there and it's just, it's uncomfortable for me to like, put my fate, put myself out there. I think that's like part of being a content creator is like you just putting yourself out there. Right.
0: You don't want to be, you don't want to be.
1: I, yeah, I think like, look, I grew up uh, or like when I first started out, I wanted to be a screenwriter and like, that was very on purpose. It was, I wanted to write the movies. I didn't want to, you know, be in the movies. I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be behind the scenes. I like producing, directing. I like to talk, but like, I didn't want to be kind of in front of the camera. And now it just feels like you have to be in front of the camera, right? Like, because you have to, you have to promote your stuff on social. Otherwise it's just, you know, you're, you're swimming upstream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll tell you one other thing that I really liked about it was just, they touch on this thing about independent publishing. Right. And they call it a permissionless environment. And, and basically talking to the fact, like one of the things that's so great about podcasts is it's not like what it was in the past where, you you know, in order to do a show, there are these traditional gatekeepers and like, Basically, yeah. they're gonna order, you know, uh, eight episodes and evaluate yeah, it, right? Like you could just fucking do a podcast and just put it out there, and like
0: nobody's gonna stop you from doing what, that. What did you, what did you send me? Again? I think because it's relevant here, you sent me something by, who was it? Where you was talking Jesse about? Jesse Itzler. Oh, it was yes. Jesse Itzler. Yes. So you, we're on the same page. Can you, can you just uh, talk about so that? A little yeah, bit?
1: Jesse Itzler basically um had this video i don't even i'm not even sure if jesse Isler has a podcast but he was talking he does about I,
0: he, I feel like he does he too. does i want he was talking about
1: it. how um he looked at the numbers for the podcasting like the podcast numbers and there's something like 5 million people that do podcasts and then or there were 5 million podcasts right and then Man. he looked at it and like 20 percent, i think it was 25 percent, stopped after one episode and okay. then 60% never made it past 10 episodes. And so he's doing this like Goggin style rant. He's yeah, like, yeah. that's a business that I want to be in because I'm going to just, I'm going to do a hundred podcasts. I'm going to do a thousand podcasts. Like I'm not going to fucking stop doing podcasts yeah, yeah. because you know, that's the thing because, because everyone quits give up. That yeah. is like, if you give up, yeah, there's no chance. But if you keep going and you're consistent and you get the reps, like then anything could happen and, and usually you improve over time right you refine you craft you make mistakes like we're trying to do a shorter podcast today i don't know if that's going to happen I mean. <laughs> right but at least we had the recognition of the fact like let's try anyways to tie it all back it's just the the beauty of of the podcast is that nobody is telling us like you can't do it we're just fucking doing it because like yeah. All you need is a camera and a mic and and an idea and a little you know, bit of
0: personality, no, some I'm
1: personality, kidding. right? A little charm doesn't doesn't hurt. Um, and so, just really interesting. There's a lot more that that's talked about. Some of it is a little in the weeds because, like, that's how Ferris is. Really? Um, but yeah, check that out when, when you have too. some time. Very valuable for for somebody that's either doing podcasts, thinking about getting into podcasts um just to see all the stuff that goes on like kind of behind the behind scenes, the scenes.
0: for one of the greats yeah, yeah. no I, I i agree that tim ferris is one of the greats in podcasting and yeah i'll definitely have to check it out um mine is on a little bit different of a note yours is providing value mine's for more of a laugh did, did you did you watch you know who bobby altoff is she's blowing up
1: yeah i do know who she is i by the way i saw that um I saw the bar stool. A little snippet of the, her on. The okay. Bar stool.
0: She's not in character in the bar stool one. I know. I know that was that was it, interesting. It was weird. It Ordinary. was different, right? Yeah, with with Dave and Josh and uh, Brianna. Yeah. Um. Man, I think I think she's hilarious. Like she is. The 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 one that I watched and I'd put people on to, Just it's maybe a fifteen minute pod. Um, with Drake. If you're just kind of trying to chill, little laugh. Um, and she just like, like when she asks him or, or when she's like yeah she's like I, I don't know a drake song and he's just kind of like he's like what do you mean what do you mean you don't know a drake song like he's like there's no way and she's like yeah like i can't think of a drake song and, and, and she and she kind of goes like you know like name, name me a lyric and then he, and he goes like uh kiki do you love me and uh she goes back like uh yeah, she, again, she's playing a character, so I she know. knows all this shit. But like, they're trying to keep a straight face, and she just kind of like, yeah, uh, she's you know, kind,
1: she's kind of like almost like. There's parts where it reminds me of like Galifianakis,
0: you okay. know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I saw that too. Um, because little, she takes offense to things that like people
1: say. Like she has yeah, her death. Yeah. I, I saw the one that she was like doing with Yachty.
0: Yes, and like Naughty,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. like said something to her, like and she was like, "No, I'm not gonna," <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was yeah, like yeah, yeah. getting upset, like in character though.
0: No, it's hilarious. Yeah, and, and yeah, she's done one with Mark. Apparently, the one with Drake, um, she she did one with Funny Marco, who the the YouTuber. That Drake, was the
1: one that blew her up, right? That
0: blew her up, and then Drake followed her, and mm-hmm. then she hit Drake in the DMs and he said, "Yeah, I'll do a pod. And it, she paid three hundred bucks, maybe 300, 600 bucks to get Drake on and then the drake one went viral and that she's yeah she's crushing she signed with wme or whatever but um yeah man the, the fact that she's able to stay in character through all these conversations is just hilarious and i think that again like if you want a light pod to watch the the bobby altoff pod or it's called the really good podcast um is a good one specifically the drake episode cuban's not bad either
1: I gotta check out that full episode. You know you what? It's real. I saw a little bit, like I was saying, of the um the BFF one that she that she did again, not
0: in character, but yeah,
1: not in character. But what was so interesting is it seems like it really happened like overnight. And like the whole thing with Drake was like she just like sent him a like a DM like and like next thing she knew he was like flying or she she was flying yeah, yeah. out. She was right? flying
0: out to, to to Memphis, I think, to shoot it with him. And it's that makes me think of. It's uh, it was one of the Pomp Brothers, either Anthony or Joe, and they tweeted, um, this is a long time ago, but they tweeted, you know, what like, uh, it's crazy how one book, one meeting, one relationship, one podcast, one show can change the rest of your life, and and, which is true, right? Like, one new person comes to your life that changes your life, one book, you change your life, but. The, the top comment on that, and, and so, like, the message is super. I agree 100, yeah. percent. it's super clear. And then, the top comment was that on that was, uh, yeah, again, if I can't remember if it was Joe or Anthony, but yeah, Joe, um, you know, uh, you're right, it really can. I listened to your podcast with the people at uh, BlockFi, which was like a crypto company, yeah, and invested all my money, and now I'm living on the streets and broke, it really can change your life. Thank you, <laughs> like. like well, hilarious. hilarious.
1: Oh, yeah. um, but... Yo, Drake is really making the rounds by the... Also, doesn't it seem like Drake responds to a lot of just random DMs? I feel like I see a he's lot of that. stories yeah. about... Yeah, and that's cool. I, I I, kind of... I dig that too, but it's also like he's got a lot of time on his hand. Like he's, you know...
0: True. I think he does. He probably does. He's uh, he's in Vancouver next week. I might go. I might. He's been on a lot a of these different
1: shows, a lot of the different social shows lately. I feel like he keeps popping up.
0: He does. Yeah. 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 He's staying, he's staying relevant. He's a, he's a business guy. He's Canadian. I, I got to respect him. He's probably one of the most successful. Him and um, Ryan Reynolds. Do you the see the video ones.
1: of Drake on Street Talk? Do you know what that is?
0: I do know what that. Is. I didn't see the, the specific video that he you're was talking at, about.
1: I think he was at Starlitz, which was like a strip club. Okay. And, he is, and he's, he is like fucking wasted. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean,
0: He's obviously yeah, it's
1: yeah. not the strip club but like it's it's drunk drake yeah yeah gotta check it out okay i it pretty
0: funny um yeah man that's that's mine bobby altoff check her out piece of social content trend or creator that's on your mind or or for you, probably seven. But
1: skipped right over the music. I'll just say that I thought we were gonna go music next, but okay. Social creator. That's on my. No, mind. No, no. I, have... I
0: want. I wanted to mix up the order. So okay,
1: fine. I got. I have three real quick ones. Okay. Sure,
0: you do. You would have three.
1: Okay. First one is, she's not even like. It's not even like her. It's this woman whose uh, handle is Tiana Gaden, T-I-A-N-A-G-A-Y-T-O-N. Anyways, she's mildly interesting. I don't even know. But she has this spider that she basically keeps as a pet. Its name okay. is Rose the Spider. And it's probably the most adorable spider I've ever seen well, in my What
0: ever. kind of spider?
1: I don't even know how I, like, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But if I, if you went that's on her, random. if you went on TikTok, you saw it, you were like, oh my God, that's like a cute spider. Like it has these eyes and then it looks like it has like a little <laughs> like, going on? like beard or something. Oh, beard. And, and the spider like loves this girl and like hops up on her hand and like, it's getting older. So it's like moving slower, but like all these videos of the spider and I honestly for i just think spiders need better pr like think of them one of the most misunderstood insects they, they eat bugs Fair. right um they are very scary i'm not gonna lie they're scary it go- looking
0: it goes back to your save the bugs idea
1: yeah the bug yeah the bug saver but yeah. it's just i'm gonna send it to you it's just a really cute spider somehow and okay. then and then uh our buddy Zach sent me a, a different account and it was like spiders that have like, do like these like peacock things, like almost like mating things and they like pop up this thing and it's beautiful. It's like, so I've been seeing some good spider content lately. That's one.
0: Okay. You, you like the animal stuff. You, you were at pandas earlier, ASMR you're on spiders now. I could see, I could see snake skin, uh like how they get rid of their skin. I could see that be next for you.
1: No, it's not, but no, it's not. we are foreshadowing some some animal content later on. Um, number two, there's this girl. Her name is her account is at Lady in the Bathroom, except it's not the, it's T G E. I don't know what that's about, but it is it's this chick, and she basically does all these like lip sync dancing renditions in her bathroom of popular songs mm-hmm. and like old school songs, a lot of like old school rap songs she's from louisiana so a lot of southern rap which Mm -hmm. i love and um she's great and she goes all out and she's like puts on a show and i dig it she goes for the
0: full song or they're shorter she
1: pretty much goes for the full song and she's like does like great like editing because she's it's like a lot very like it's like a music video but it's in her bathroom interesting creative very creative and
0: uh you'd be impressed
1: yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna put you onto that lady in the bathroom, and then the last thing I just wanted to talk about real quick. I've talked about it multiple times on the pod. Uh, is this dude Kyle Gordon? Right, at Kyle Gordon is great on yeah. Instagram and TikTok, and uh, and basically in the last few weeks he just puts this video out. Right, all of a sudden, and it was like it was meant to be like every. It said like every 90s like Euro dance videos, right? Yeah, and yeah basically it's him and this girl doing a song it's called planet of the Bass,"
0: okay
1: and it's a straight up parody of like 90s euro dance music and it's fucking hilarious so funny and it went viral and like there have been all these videos afterwards where it's like he he has another video and it's a different girl but it's the same song okay. and then there's another one and then everybody's like where's the other girl and then i saw a live <laughs> performance of it and and now there's like articles, there's a CNN article right now that's calling it the song of the summer. Like it's, it's caught, it's gone like yeah. that viral.
0: I've already hit you with a few songs of the summer, so there's no way it can be the song of the summer. This, but
1: is a, this is the real song of the summer, not those songs.
0: I have to listen to it actually. I don't think I've heard it.
1: There's one line that I wrote down. That's my favorite line of the song and it's, it's him and he's, he starts it and it goes life. It never die. Women are my favorite guy.
0: <laughs> Women are
1: my favorite guy. It's all lines like that.
0: That's funny. That, that's actually hilarious. Be, on, um, on, on that note of like the yeah. 90s disco, something that's on my feed right now, and I've been enjoying is I like the setting, the settings very random, but it'll be like um like grocery store, for example, and it'll be like a, a guy and a girl a couple, and they'll be like how your parents met, and they'll be like, they'll play like the, the 90s music and they'll be like bugging in the really like old fashioned dance moves, you can probably break it down like that. And right. just like how they like would be flirting with each other at the club back in the day and how nowadays, like it would go down at the bar of the club, very different. <laughs> so I like that contrast. And it's funny to watch actually some of these interactions, but um, that's, that's kind of my social, social trend. All right. Should we move on to music? I think so. All you right. want me, should I go? You want me to go? Uh,
1: Yeah. Why don't you start?
0: Okay. Um, I got a few things here. You've not. I would put people on. I would say you gotta listen to new Travis album, Utopia, way better than Astral World, Night and Day. Come on. Yeah, listen. Real. I swear to God, not even, not even close.
1: I did like a really, really quick like listen to the first few songs, and it didn't like pull me in the way that I wanted it to. Does it get better after the first few songs?
0: Yeah. I w- well, in my opinion, it's better than Astral World by far. Yeah. If you like the Astral World, it's better.
1: Okay. Uh, we'll see, because Astral World to me is is one of those uh
0: telekinesis. Of top, the last... top two songs, telekinesis and thank God probably. Okay. Those are my top two. You so Utopia is good. I'll put people on the Travis new album. Make sure you listen to that. Post album. Wait, wait, before
1: post, question for you. Where do you rank Travis? Um Like in rap right now, amongst all the right now, yeah. Where would you put them?
0: Mm, That's a good question. Five
1: spot, five top five rappers go right now. (laughs) Who's in front of them? Who's in front of them?
0: You're basing off the last album.
1: No, just who are the who are the rappers that you put ahead of Travis? You said Travis is five.
0: You really put me on the spot right now. Um,
1: you you hmm. want to come back to it? You want to I do. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I wasn't prepared to list my top All five right. rappers. So who, right. who, who, what would yours be? Uh,
1: rappers, like right now? Yeah. That's a really – I mean, it is a tough yeah, question. It's a tough For point. me personally, Drake is up
0: there. Yeah, Drake would be above, he'd be above Travis.
1: I love 21. That's my guy.
0: 21, we could argue. <sighs>
1: you know what it's it's
0: it's i put gunna ahead of travis really yeah
1: future for me is always top five future honestly like it's but the question is is like what are we judging it off right because like if we're I talking agree, about lyricists tough. like it's very different it's like kendrick it's you know j cole if we're talking about just like what's the music i like to listen to it's like migos and 21 savage and like Drake. i like
0: dirk more than travis you do yeah
1: I think I like Travis more than Dirk.
0: It's fair. Like Dirk more than Travis. Well, we'll maybe that's the next, we'll, we'll come up top five rappers next. All right. Cause I, I, um, post Snoop post has a new album post Malone. Oh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's decent. Um, not the, my favorite post album, not my least favorite, uh, two songs. There's two on there. Sign me up underrated banger. The, the, the song, the three most popular songs, Morning, Overdrive, Chemical. Chemical's the one on the radio, not bad. Sign Me Up's a Banger. And then this one, Don't Understand. It could be like a Batman song is the vibe that I get, like vibe uh-huh. check. Like It probably should be the next Batman movie. It should be Don't Understand by Post Malone. should be the end of the the Batman movie.
1: Wait, so just so we're clear, you're putting me onto a Post Malone album that you think is like
0: decent. <laughs> I think you got to listen to it though. Sign you, me up.
1: You, you literally just said, three like, songs. okay, it's sorry.
0: I like it. I like it, but three songs. Sign me up, morning, and don't understand. All
1: right. Sign me up for and, those three songs.
0: And then the, the last song that I got is the one I played you before we started Banger, Song of the Summer.
1: <laughs> song of <laughs> the <This>
0: Summer. <laughs> um, Prada, a Casa edit. It's only on SoundCloud. You got to yeah. listen to it. And if you want to get juiced up, like before a fun night, that's yeah. the song. Yeah.
1: I thought that sounds okay. I mean, it's yeah, you're, you're,
0: you're getting old. man. I know. I know. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. But listen, you have the young songs. I have the old songs and some of the young songs. That being said, I'm going to put you on. Let's hear it. Can I, is it my Let's, turn? If you want, I mean, it
0: feels like it's always your turn, but yeah, I got,
1: all right. <laughs> I got one young guy. Um, <laughs> whose name is that Mexican O.T. Okay, He's a rapper from Texas Bay City. Yeah. On yeah. my attention. Um, you, know how, you know how like Spanish people can roll their R's really well? Yeah, I do. This guy does it with just like random letters. Like, and so he's got like this really quick flow. And, oh, really? But he like rolls all these different words. So it sounds really unique in that way. Um, and okay. then do you, do you know who Paul wall is? No. Okay. He's like a rapper from back in the day, a white rapper from Texas. Um, Paul wall. He, he was the one that would always wear like the platinum grills. And he was okay. kind of part of like the whole Mike Jones, um, you know, still, uh, what's it called? Like Swisher house, like that whole crew. Now I'm forgetting some of the other guys. Who is it? Mike Jones. Um, um, uh, yo, uh shit. Big fuck. Can't remember the other guy's name. Still tipping. What was that? Who are those other guys? Um, whatever the case may be.
0: Sure. It's a big this guy
1: sounds it. like him, and he was an amazing rapper, Paul Wall. Um, okay. and so me- that Mexican OT's got a song right now called Johnny Dang, and Johnny Dang is like this like famous jeweler to the rappers, and Damn. so Paul Wall's in the song with him. Johnny Dang's in the video, um, and it, that's a great song. And then the other
0: Johnny Dang's got
1: another video for it where he's performing the same song and he's holding a chicken. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> it's so okay, cool. Uh, uh, he's holding
1: a chicken and he's standing in the backyard. And you know those videos where like the mic is hanging from like. Yeah.
0: yeah. What is it's the like deal that?
1: with that? Where's the Where's that mic h- hanging from? Crane.
0: It must be that. That's what I think. Or like, yeah. Slim
1: thug. That's who I was thinking of. Mike Jones, slim thug, Paul wall, that whole, that whole crew. I got you. Um, so that's number one Mexican OT. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention this part. He came to my office on Wednesday this week. yeah. You and I saying. didn't go to the office and I knew he was going to be there. And I'm like the biggest idiot. I mean, I had a lot of work to do and I just, I, I can't get the work done there. Like I can in my, in this office, um, but I just know I'm gonna regret it not going
0: to meet him. He'll be back in. I, I feel it. He'll be okay. back in.
1: The other thing I was gonna mention, and I've only I haven't seen the full thing, but I've seen parts of it, and like I have to watch it. And is um, you know, Action Bronson. I do. Yeah. He did a tiny desk concert. Oh really? Um, yeah. And from what I saw, it looked amazing. Um, just like running through his entire catalog. Action Bronx was one of my favorites too and uh, you know I loved his show fuck that's delicious. There was one clip of him from the um, tiny desk where like he took an edible and he's it was like he had to like stop the song because like his edible was kicking in and he was just like way too high. And, oh really yeah yeah and um, anyways, he's an amazing guy uh action bronson lost all this weight like very inspirational got in, yeah, shit. yeah yeah do you know that
0: no i knew he was big before yeah yeah
1: really big he ended up he started to work out with cc's sabathia and then like all of a sudden he turned into like a machine and he's one of those guys that like once he picks something up like he just goes full bore. he's all in yeah yeah he like he's like really into body surfing now and like and like going out and kind of random cold water yeah and but like also like an artist chef rapper he's an amazing guy i love action bronson i I feel like i should put you onto more of his shit
0: he's a true he's a true new yorker no
1: yeah he's from queens he actually grew up in bayside which is 10 minutes away from where i grew up
0: oh shit really yeah okay okay you got you got uh you got anything else on the music piece or
1: i don't i don't Let's move on. What we got next?
0: We got we're, we're replacing the quick hitter segment with a uh, a little top five today.
1: Yeah, we're not like replacing it. We're just like no, we're just, trying something new. We're iterating. We're iterating.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> well, I don't know why that's that funny, but um, top five animals. Top five animals. Yeah, back on the animal.
1: I feel reason. like. I'll go first, but I know you're gonna like take some of my answers on this. No,
0: no, I have my full list here. I won't, I won't change it all. If you want me to go first, I can go first. No, I'm gonna
1: go first. I'm gonna go first.
0: Okay, okay. I, I w- I'll, I'll say this. I would yeah. say we maybe have one. I would say we only would have one of the same five potentially. Uh-huh. One to zero. Okay.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. I wonder how many we, I we think have one. the same. I think one. All right, number five. It's two animals because I couldn't pick which no, one. No, 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 You're no. No, I, no, I, no, no, no. Listen, I'll tell, no, no, no. I'll tell no, no, you why. I'll tell you why. Stop, stop, Just, stop. Okay, fine. I'll stop. Thank you. So number five is a badger. Okay? That's it. Shouts to Wisconsin Badgers and the Panther because shouts to the
0: Panthers. Those are
1: my two teams, Panthers and Badgers. Number five, Panthers and Badgers.
0: <laughs> That's six, but okay.
1: Number four, Panda.
0: I knew it was going to be in your top five. You probably thought, it, thought was it was going to be higher. higher. I did. Yeah. I thought it was going to be two.
1: And the reason you probably thought it was going to be higher is because, A, like it's my avatar and a lot and of my out. things. And, and, B, is because pandas are just, like, fucking so cute. Yeah. They're cute. They're they love animals. to, like, have fun. They love to eat Chill. the carrots, you yeah. know, and, like, ASMR videos. Yep. Um, okay, number three, always been a big fan of this animal, sloth.
0: Mm, that's interesting
1: yeah kind of reminds me of myself sometimes like i was
0: okay right. i, I yeah. was.
1: i could be like a sloth sometimes especially i was when gonna I'm actually high.
0: say that no i was gonna say that i i have i have that in in yeah you could see that okay
1: but by the way if you watch a sloth videos they're fucking cool animals i mean yeah they're super no, slow they're cool, they're cool. they got like a cool kind of like mind. you know they, they, they're very chill right no doubt Um, they got the two little like these things where they like claw around on. Okay, number two, and this was really, really tough because number one and number two are are my definitely my two favorites. Let's see if you could guess it real quick. What do you think number two is?
0: Koala? No. Number two is an elephant. Oh, that's interesting. I I can get I can get down with an elephant. Elephants to
1: me are the probably the most amazing creatures there are outside of number one and it's because they're so smart they they're are so, they're so smart they're so like humans and like how they like protect their young and like they're just like really cerebral and they have like emotions yo you want to hear something crazy yeah I went to Thailand like when <laughs> I was traveling like 20 years ago
0: you want to hear something crazy I was born in Thailand like 20 years ago but okay, okay.
1: well let me finish my story. I was in Thailand. (laughs) We went to one of those like places like elephant sanctuaries.
0: Yeah. Done that lots of times. Yep.
1: Rode an elephant. It was amazing. But then they take us over and they break out like, uh, uh, what's it called? Like an easel. And like, you know, like they put up uh, whatever you paint on canvas. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And these elephants started painting these pictures. They were beautiful. That's amazing. And this elephant painted a picture of a thing of roses. And then they were like, if you want to buy this painting, it's like $20. I was like, are you serious? Of course I'm going to buy the painting. It was only 20 bucks. 20 bucks. For an elephant. Obviously your money goes a lot. It goes a long way. Over there. For sure. Yeah. I brought it home and everybody I was with, like my boys like made fun of me. So stupid. I now to this day still have this painting, an elephant painted in Thailand. Amazing.
0: That's sweet. You have to. We'll have to post a photo. Of that we'll we'll clip this and get a photo of that elephant banning. We can yeah, see it. We will.
1: Number What's one, it's an obvious one. Dog, just. Dog.
0: Uh, it's Bro. good. It's good. But sure, it, it's but too, sure. too obvious. It's too obvious. Bro,
1: always... dogs are the most amazing creatures in the world. Like
0: I can't lie. Don't... What? I love my dog. Yeah. 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 I can't. I can't. I can't dispute that. Can I just tell like, you this? I it's saw very a video. vanilla. Did you you
1: see that video I posted on my own thing the other day of the dog where I did. I did. It's having a conversation with the human. It's it's using its paw to touch the things. And it's like worried mommy. And the, and the woman's like, why, why are you worried? It's like worried. It's like mommy. And it's like, why are you worried? He's like, why worried about mommy? And the dog just goes over and presses the thing. It's like sound. And it's like, oh, because I was coughing. <laughs> and, and it's like the dog is like, yeah, I was worried you were coughing. I thought, the dog probably thought she was going to die, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. like she's just That's coughing. so cute. It was very we're, cute.
0: I did. I want to guess that, honestly. That's a yeah, good decision.
1: You thought I was going to go more like exotic, but no. Give me your top five.
0: Uh, five, seahorse. Seahorse.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Great creature. <laughs> seahorse. How yeah, random! Right. I mean, it's a it's an amazing animal. No
1: seahorse. Okay,
0: but if we're gonna throw six in there, it'd be seahorse or donkey. Uh, <laughs> okay, because <laughs> they're just funny animals. Okay, number, number four is a sloth. So, th- so we do have one. Wow, okay. I thought we'd there have one. Know. Four sloth, three komodo dragon. Komodo
1: you know, dragon. <laughs> Your top five animals. One of them is a komodo dragon. Why?
0: because when i lived in singapore we had komodo dragons in like our backyard and they're dangerous but they're cool so cool
1: but fucking scary man they're like dinosaurs yeah
0: Yeah, that's why they're in my top five okay because they're like dinosaurs number two um just especially baby ones giraffe
1: yeah i thought about giraffes they're they seem like, like they should be extinct by now. Don't you don't you true. feel that way?
0: The the shape of them, yeah. They're they're on the same they're on the same vein like you could to me we could have a conversation about giraffes and elephants in the same conversation like which animal is the superior. I think I think that's fair in terms mm-hmm. of how they look and
1: question for you do I don't I really don't know the answer to this. Do giraffes get like attacked a lot by predators?
0: I don't, it's, it's funny. My girlfriend right now is actually in Africa on a safari in Kenya, seeing lots of giraffes and elephants and yeah. lions and shit. So I'll ask that question and get back to you. I don't know. Do,
1: do, Cause the, whenever I see like a tiger, like take off or like a lion take off and like chase, they're always chasing the fastest animals. Like why not yeah. go after a giraffe? It just seems like such an easier,
0: you, you know, mm, giraffes don't eat meat. I don't think. I think they only eat the trees and the like the, the leaves. Okay. It might have something to do with like they don't they don't have a bunch of meat on them and the lions. What do gazelles eat? I don't know. Now we're getting. I'm not. I look like, like aren't Irwin the animals here, that like,
1: they're eating aren't the like gazelles or like the I think wildebeest like don't they only eat like graze and plants and like do things like that.
0: You might have me there. I have no clue what, okay. what the, the diet of a gazelle is. Got I'm it. Sorry. All right. <laughs> and my number one is a koala. Koala. Yeah.
1: Um, how predictable.
0: I mean, it's so cute, man. <laughs> no, you know, I-, honestly, I mean, I feel like it's a pretty good answer, but uh yeah, it's my top five. I, I think yeah, we, we gotta compare our two and see who which individuals that are which one is better. Um,
1: koalas are really cute. Have you ever yeah. seen a koala without like the furry hair i have yeah kind of scary looking
0: it is they need the furry hair i agree um
1: do you like eucalyptus
0: (laughs) like the the, do i like you like the flower
1: yeah no like one thing like you know when you get like the bath uh the bath soap and it's like you know it's got like eucalyptus in it
0: yeah yeah i don't mind that it smells nice nice aroma yeah That being said, should we end off here on a uh, life takeaway, a little quote, and uh, call it a wrap for episode ten?
1: Yeah, yeah. You want to go first, or should I? I can uh... go.
0: I can go. Yeah. All right. So my quote, and I like this one. I heard someone told me this recently, um, and it goes, "You only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough." May West. I like that one.
1: Wow. That's pretty powerful, good. No?
0: Is is it not like I? Yeah. I, I don't I don't need to get any details there, but but I just think that's like you only live once. But if you do it right, once is enough. I love that. I just love that quote.
1: I mean, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> I'm right now just
0: like okay, I have two quotes, right? I don't understand why why you need six animals. You need two quotes. Like are you just always trying to one up me? I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna it's not that. I just around.
1: I just thought. I just remembered I had a quote, but then I had already like planned a quote that was in a different one so they're two different vibes real quick okay yeah and they're very short sure one is from Roadrunner from Anthony Bourdain okay yeah. um, and he said mediocrity is a sin right mediocrity yeah. is a sin and I just when I watched that I, I wrote it down right away because it's just like I'm doing a lot of different creative projects right now I obviously just read the Rick Rubin book yeah and it just resonated with because there's like no point in being in this line of work of like putting out content or like doing things if you're going to do mediocre shit right like what's the point
0: for sure i like that quote
1: that's number one number two i gotta give a shout out to my one of my very close friends dan levy he always says this and i just love it um and it comes from there's a whole backstory behind it but it's enjoy every sandwich Enjoy every sandwich. That's the quote. Yeah, like basically, like.
0: That's a Dan never, Levy original.
1: Yeah, it's like you never know when you're gonna go. You know what I mean? Like, like. Enjoy every yo- sandwich. It's kind man. of like in the vein of YOLO. Enjoy every sandwich.
0: I like it. I like it. That's that's unique YOLO. I love that. I might start using that. Uh, shout shouts to Dan Levy. Yeah. Um. It's my guy. Cool man. Well, we're done. T- Ten. That's it. We're done. Um, we try to keep it 45 we're at an hour or two um we'll 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 look to condense I like some of the segments there um some good info today and yeah bro have a good weekend you too we'll uh we'll be on soon again I'm sure and uh yeah appreciate you thank you. you everyone for listening peace thank you for tuning into the put on podcast if you enjoyed this episode make sure to subscribe and don't forget to follow us on social at the put on podcast